the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, To you who hear, I say, Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them, and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging and you will not be judged. Stop condemning and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and gifts will be given to you, a good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Everything is pretty straightforward in our readings today. Our responsorial psalm. We hear the Lord is kind and merciful. Jesus in the gospel says, okay, once you acknowledge that, I want you to live that. And we know, right, he says, stop judging lest you be judged. Stop condemning, you will not be condemned. And when a person hits you on one cheek, turn and offer the other. And we know it's possible because David in our first reading today had his enemy at his hands and his servant wanted to end him. And David says, no, I want to spare his life. So it's pretty straightforward. Go and live it. Ah, you did not think I was done. You know me better, sign of the apocalypse. If I would have sat down, you would have had something to be worried about. <laughs> we wish that the gospel message really was that easy. Right? For us to be merciful, we have to first receive God's mercy. And so there's no shame for any of us. If it's been a while since we've been to confession, number one, I encourage you, get up and go. But you know what? I could preach all I want, and I have, the other two priests, we have, about going to confession. 
And you know what, you could go to confession, I, I could tell you all I want to come to communion. I, I could reveal the greatest depths of the mysteries of the Eucharist to you and tell you, come, receive God's grace. This might be controversial, but I think if you're already doing those two things, for a majority of you, nothing will change. Because there's a fundamental piece missing. This fundamental piece, I think we can begin seeing hidden in between the lines of our second reading today. Because St. Paul reminds us of our origins. St. Paul says, yes, we came from Adam, the first Adam. And sin has marred our human nature. He says the spirit comes next. Right? The new Adam, Christ, came to redeem us. He came to give us new life. St. Paul says this, just as we've borne the image of the earthly Adam, so too we should bear the image of Christ. Wait a minute. Does that mean that the body we got from Adam, first Adam, the body is bad and the spirit is good? No, that's a heresy. But body and soul, we were created body and soul. And this is the underlayment for understanding what this fundamental piece that's missing is. It can be summarized in many different ways. I shared a number of weeks ago in my homily, St. Augustine's take. St. Augustine said, the God who created you without you will not save you without you. If I were to take this, summarize it up into a challenge, it would be, you have to give up. You have to surrender something so that you can give in to God, all in to God. In theology, we can think of it in terms of justification. No, we can't earn our salvation. That's another heresy. But as Catholic Christians, we recognize that God calls us to participate in our being saved. But I think what defines this fundamental missing piece the best would be the words of St. Thomas Aquinas. And he says, grace builds on, grace perfects nature. In other words, in order for conversion to happen, yes, we need God's grace, but something has to happen at a natural level. I think one of the ways that we can think about this, because you know I like to use images, another way we can think about this would be this, a flower sifter. Now, I was searching for this this morning, seeing if some families from around the parish had one, and uh, it's long and gone out of a lot of pantries and cabinets. I think that's a part of the problem, because what does this do? Well, not only does it add air into the flower, all right, which we can, can change the the texture maybe of, of our, our recipes, of our, our baked goods. But you put the different spices in there and if you pull the trigger, it helps mix it all up. Today in the gospel, Jesus says, give and gifts will be given to you. Good measure, packed together, flowing over. Ha ha, as long as I go to confession, as long as I go to communion, I'm gonna hold this out and I'm gonna get as many ingredients as I can get. But you know what? There's a fundamental problem. There's a trigger on here that has to be pulled. I think oftentimes, myself included, we can go to the sacraments and we'd be like, look, I'm here, Lord. I'm here. Give it to me. I want all I can get. 
And then we get frustrated because nothing seems to change. If we allow the ingredients to sit in here, but we don't pull the trigger, it's going to collect the moisture from the air and it's going to get stiff in here. These are hard words for myself even. <laughs> you know, I think sometimes in a, in, in a confessional, a penitent will come and I'll say, Father, I've been looking for forgiveness for this sin. I, it's in, in context of our readings today, I, I want to forgive this person. And God doesn't seem to be doing a thing about it. And I'll ask the question, what are you doing practically to change this? And you know what my most frequent response is? Crickets. We come expecting that God is going to give us the grace and he's going to do this and he's going to force a change and he's going to do all that's necessary for me to live life to the fullest and to be happy. The God who created you without you will not save you without you. He's a loving father. He's not going to force his way. He gives us freedom to cooperate with it. So we have to pull that trigger. You know, in my own life, I recognize that in a particular way this week. Honestly, this week in prayer, I've noticed, right, whether it's, it's a mortal sin or a venial sin, right, we have to respond. And this week in prayer, I, I was becoming more and more aware of this sin that keeps coming up into my daily life. I'm like, God, why? And I can complain to him. I don't think your grace is enough. God, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that this is ever going to change for me. As painful as it was, I was willing to pull the trigger and to go back into my life. And you know what God revealed to me in prayer is that actually the place that you're acting from, Derek, it isn't you. You're holding on to resentment from what happened nearly two decades ago. Once I began, again, it was this week, conversion doesn't happen in a night. But going back into the pain, going back into the sufferings, going back into that original resentment, I opened myself up, I pulled the trigger, I was willing to go there and God allows then his grace to come through. That's where our healing begins, my brothers and sisters. And so, for us to find healing, for us to live beyond the earthly Adam, for us to live in the image of Christ, yes, we have to receive the sacraments. But simply coming is not the end of the story. When we open ourselves up to the Lord and we offer ourselves in confession that these are my sins, but Lord, in a particular way, I'm, I'm gonna give this up for you. When we come to, to Mass each and every day, when we come to Mass each and every time at offertory, we offer something at the natural level to the Lord. We offer Him our poverty. We offer Him our finances, yes. We can even offer Him our sins. Because we're offering something naturally, we're pulling the trigger so that the grace that God desires to give us in the sacraments can affect the change. If we do this, we open ourselves up, we will recognize that God can heal. He can build on. 
He can perfect even our wounded nature. This is the recipe of our salvation. That God has given us everything we need. We just simply have to cooperate with it. Pull the trigger. And live authentically as his disciple. Spreading the sweetness of the grace that he's bestowed upon us.